Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for the New Media Retailer podcast. My name is Francesca, and today we are actually going to shake things up a little bit and do things a little different. Instead of being joined uh, with a member of a retail store, I'm actually joined with Catherine Decker, who is the Customer Service Manager at New Media Retailer. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hello, everybody. We're excited. Uh, so to give everybody a little bit of context about today's conversation, um, I would say stemming back pretty close to exactly two years ago today, um, like so many businesses, we had a pretty drastic change where uh, our workplace went from being 99% in an office space where we were able to uh, often come together as a group and collaborate, share ideas, things like that. Uh, to pretty much overnight going almost 100% remote. Um, and that was a big shift, I think, to put it mildly. <laughs> um, it was it was definitely a drastic change for us. Um, I would say, you know, pre-COVID, our culture was one of the things we prided ourselves on the most. Um, we had just a really good system where we were so often coming together to collaborate. We were doing one-on-one -on -one meetings um, with between a manager and a team member every single month. Uh, we would come together and have like group lunches, things like that. And it was just so easy and convenient because we were all together uh, and, you know, shift to overnight going completely remote. It had a big impact on our culture. And I don't think um, one that we realized for, until probably like a year had really like set in and, and we realized like maybe this isn't going to change anytime soon. Um, you know, we really have spent a lot of time over the past few months, but specifically, you know, I'd say Q1 of this year, um, figuring out and defining like what does our culture mean online? Uh, and through that, we've had really interesting conversations amongst our team. We've had really interesting conversations with retail stores really interesting conversations with other colleagues that um, work elsewhere. So not, you know, at New Media Retailer with family, with friends, and have just tried to gain a, a perspective um, about what, do, what does workplace culture mean to different people? So long story, not at all short, <laughs> we put together just five tips, um, you know, that we wanted to share with you that might help you build a culture. You know, we feel like we put these together based on conversations, you know, we've had with a lot of different types of um, industries, people, job types, things like that. So we feel like these are fairly universal, um, but just wanted to share. But I just talked for a very long time. So Catherine, is there anything you want to add before we kick it off? <laughs> sure. Um, you know, I, I think regardless of what business in you're, you're in, your culture and how you treat your employees is always going to be important. Um, the job force is very competitive these days. So keeping, keeping employees or keep making the ones that you have feel valued and feel part of that culture uh, is always really important. And I think it's a good, um, a good leg up when either hiring or keeping employees as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know what? I think the reality is so many people have to work, right? Like this is Everybody has bills, expenses, whatever it may be. A lot of people have to work. So how can you make your place of work a place people want to come to, a place that they're excited and they feel like they are contributing and they're not 
constantly looking for jobs on their phone as soon as they get home, um, you know, or wherever it may be. So, you know, it definitely, it's super important, I think, you know, to help retain employees, but also to attract new talent as well. Like you said, I think those are really good points. Absolutely. So without further ado, our five tips. <laughs> um, and one is, is really easy. Um, and honestly, this is one that, you know, can really uh, directly benefit a business as well as really uh, directly benefit the employees. And that's share positive feedback as you get it. Um, you know, in our business here, uh, you know, we do work with a lot of customers and, you know, from time to time, our customers will take time to share their positive feedback, whether that's an interaction they had with sales or with customer service, they'll send an email or they'll post a Google review or a Facebook review. And as a business, we have found a lot of value in taking time to share those amongst the entire team. Um, it's so important for employees to feel that value and know exactly when they're doing a really good job. Um, and so taking the time to share that just goes, you know, such a long way. Um, so businesses, you know, if you're a retail business, maybe you don't have an opportunity to have like a company-wide meeting, but maybe you can print out reviews as you get them, um, you know, share them amongst the team, make sure that they are getting recognized. It's such a free, simple, quick thing that you can do. Um, but also, as we've talked about a lot in our marketing tips and through these podcasts as well, reviews are really beneficial to you online. So if you can help encourage people leaving those there, um, and then take the time to share them after the fact, you know, that's super huge. Um, and just to add there too, it's always really nice, especially if you're having like a really busy day or, um, you know, you're, you're very sidetracked, you have an angry customer maybe come in. Hearing that positive feedback is a great reset to either your day or to, um, you know, just reassurance to know like what you're doing is it's working. Um, and so it is always nice to have that recognition and, and hear it as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and like, you could certainly take it one step further, you know, and, and create a little prize out of it. Um, you know, have a little contest of like, whoever can get the most, you know, positive reviews on either in person or through like a written feedback, maybe in the store or an online review. I mean, you could assign a prize with that. Whoever gets the most in a month gets, you know, a gift card or a hundred bucks, you know, whatever it may be, whatever financial um, contribution you comfortably can make there, you know, that certainly could go a long way too, but not required, but sometimes it's, it's fun to make a little competition out of things we've found. <laughs> I was just going to say a little friendly competition. <laughs> um, but do you want to take number two? Sure. So the second little tip we had um, was having annual reviews with your employees. So, um, you know, in some instance, actually my favorite like little tagline is I can't fix a problem that I don't know exists. Um, so having that open opportunity to talk to your employees really sets the dialogue for them to maybe share something that could be frustrating or they think could be fixed. Um, and also as like a management position also gives you the opportunity to discuss with the employee maybe something that they could improve on um, or to make uh, you know systems within the business go smoother. Uh, it really just gives you that um, that opportunity to create success ongoing uh, and you know always asking for feedback too. So you know asking what can we do better? Um, it helps open that dialogue and really like, like sets the tone, I guess, again. 
Yeah, definitely. And I think one thing too that took our annual reviews from like good to really valuable was when like in advance, we created a template of like, hey, here is what we expect. And these are the things, these are the different areas that we are going to be providing feedback to you on, on an annual basis. And I feel like sharing that in advance really helped a lot of people to know what our expectations were. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, something, I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, but like my parents, you know, they own a small business and something, you know, that is so funny, but we always say is like, it could be as simple as cleaning the bathroom. Like the expectation of what a clean bathroom is means very different things to maybe a manager than it does an employee. Maybe Mm -hmm. one is super, super clean. And one's like, oh yeah, it's picked up. We're good to go. Well, if you don't provide, you know, like, hey, here's our guideline for what our expectation is, no one pe- can be successful because they don't know what they don't know. I feel like that's helped us yeah. a lot. Yeah, definitely. And it, it gives you, um, you know, that guideline of, like you said, oh, that's, you know, that's what I should be doing. Um, you know, how can an employee expect what they're going to be rated on if they don't have that really in front of them? Totally. Yeah. And I feel like too, Um, when employees are getting like, I think in reviews are incredibly important, but I do think consistent feedback. So this kind of goes even back to number one again and looping it in with number two, but like sharing, um, consistent feedback, I think is really helpful for an employee to know exactly what they're doing. Well, there is never one employee who's going to do everything perfectly. So when it does come time to need to have those difficult conversations, and maybe that is in an annual review about, areas of improvement or things like that, when they know what they're doing well, it makes it much easier for them to accept the constructive feedback of what they can improve on instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, is there anything I'm doing well? I'm now I'm feeling like super overwhelmed. You know, they kind of know like, okay, I got my good things. I got my one or two areas of improvement and I'm good to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I kind of touched on the next point, um, but we can definitely elaborate if you want to go to the third point. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So our third tip for building a culture, um, and this one is, is again, a really simple, free, easy one. But if you're looking to build your culture, just start with asking your team for feedback. Like, hey, what do you like about working here? And what maybe don't you like, and while it may be difficult for you to hear that feedback and they may feel a little uncomfortable sharing it, some of the things they don't like, it creates a really good template for you to work off of, um, to kind of create a, a culture that, you know, you can commit to, cause that's the most important thing. And sometimes Catherine, like where we have fallen short is we'll make commitments in advance and be really good at it for like a month or two months. And then things, other things get busy. Mm-hmm. The commitment is like one of the most important things. So starting with your team and just getting their organic feedback can be like super helpful. Yeah. And again, just having that open communication, um, because if there is problems, we can't fix a problem we don't know exists. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just start, start with your team and you might be surprised by things that they like. Um, I feel like one of the things I was most surprised by when we, started asking these questions was like the dress code. Like uh, to me, I didn't realize that that would be something people would like find Mm -hmm. valuable in the workplace. Um, But because we had gone from like 
suit and tie and, you know, very like business attire to like very casual and Hey, like come with in whatever you're comfortable in, like jeans, whatever. Um, you know, people loved that. They really yeah. liked that. And so that was such a surprising one, such an easy change. Yeah. <laughs> that took no work at all. Um, but yeah, that one, like it was so easy. It was a no brainer. Yeah. No, that's, um, good feedback. <laughs> I just got something popping up on my screen. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, so for the fourth tip we had was uh, to keep like fun internal communication. Um, you know, having like internal polls or maybe like we just had Super Bowl squares. Having that again, like little friendly competition, is always something that's encouraging to staff and makes them excited to come to work. Um, we started doing like little wa water cooler talks. Um, so we pick a topic every week. Uh, and then we also did um, a poll for if we're a dog or cat office. Um, it really got people interested in uh, submitting their responses because it was like, okay, we're a dog office. And then, oh no, now somebody like submitted their cats. So now we're not, we're a cat office again. Um, and you know, we learned a lot about each other too. And it, it's always a good opportunity from there to share on social media and it helps you like make that connection with your customers as well. Um, and if your staff's ex excited about it, most likely your customers would be excited about it too. Um, I think it comes full circle in being a small business, you know, your, your customers really interact in a different way um, and get to know the staff as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like that's, again, like totally free, such like mm -hmm. an easy creative thing. Like ask your staff, are you a dog person or a cat person? And boom, right there, you have good organic content to share on social media. And like, that is the reason people shop local is like, they know your employees, they feel comfortable with your employees. They know they're knowledgeable, but like, just put a little spin on it and make it fun. But these are members of the community. These are faces people know. Um, and so just like, Use utilizing that to your advantage to create organic engagement on your page is like such a win-win, such a fun thing to do too. Um, I, we started doing, um, and again, it's a little different because we have, you know, an office setting it's, you know, eight to five, but, um, once a month we come together and I just had said like, yeah, let's come together for 15 minutes. And Catherine was like, let's assign like a topic completely non-work related, a topic that that's what they're going to talk about. For 15 minutes just to spark the conversation. And then from there, you know, it can go wherever. Um, and so last month we did um what's your least favorite household oh. chore? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or like just house to do, because mine wasn't really a chore, but it was like a house to do. <laughs> um, and I had actually shared that on Instagram. You know, I just was like talking about a new thing we were doing, and and I like got so much feedback from people being like, wait, this is such a good idea. Like so easy. I'm, I definitely want to like do this at my job. Um, you know, just a good way to like get the conversation going. So while you may not have an opportunity again for your entire team to come together, um, on like a zoom call or something and ask these questions, like if you have a back office or a whiteboard or something, you know, anywhere that like everyone can see, just jot the question down and let your team like post their responses. Cause it does get really fun. 
Yeah. It also, I think is like a really good opportunity for like your staff to bond outside of work-related stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if somebody has the same answer, like, oh, I hate this chore. You know, you're also just learning something about your, your coworker outside of work. Um, And it does create that good bond too, and have a good work environment. Yeah. That was such a good idea that you had. Um, What was yours? Cause we were in different groups. So we break off into like small group. Um, What was yours? Uh, mine was cleaning the toilets. That's oh, just, that, yes, that's I like, mean, does anyone like that? No, no. <laughs> mine was cooking dinner. Like it okay. happens every day. I, <laughs> you have to do this. I hate it. Like I despise cooking dinner and like every day I'm not good at like meal planning. So every day I'm like, yeah. oh shoot, what are we going to have for dinner? It's 445. I need to start thinking about this. Like I just, I hate it. But toilets yeah. would probably be a very close second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, even there, like, you know, it just, again, like Catherine said, it just creates an opportunity to allow staff to talk about things that are not like, gosh, I'm tired from stocking these shelves or like, yeah, you know, I'm working overtime again or, you know, whatever it is. It's just like, you can laugh. Like it's fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Um, and our fifth and final tip to build a culture Um is just try to find opportunities where your team can come together um, that maybe don't have a work-related agenda. Um, an easy one to kind of think is like, hey, we're doing you know, a, a lunch. We're going to have food brought in on, on the 15th of this month. So you know, if you're working, that's great. If you're not working and, and you want to pop in for lunch, like we'd love to see you. Um, but just kind of create natural opportunities for people to that they're encouraged to socialize and not talk about work things and kind of step away um, for a little bit from, you know, the floor or from their desk or whatever it may be. Um, this one is, is our one tip that does have a little bit of a financial commitment. Um, obviously, you know, paying to get food brought in or if it's maybe you go to happy hour, you know, or something, whatever it may be. Um, but just create an opportunity for, for the staff to get to know each other personally because it's fun to work with friends. I think it's nice, like it's a nice reset too, when you, you can step away and you can create that bond or you can have those conversations with coworkers, but not be sidetracked by stocking shelves or an angry customer. Um, you know, you get, you do get like that reset and that like reappreciation for where you work too. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and I feel like when, you know, those are our five tips. So one, share positive feedback, two, annual reviews, three, ask for feedback four, create opportunities for fun internal communication, and five, a group gathering, whether that be like a lunch or happy hour, whatever it may be. Um, These are like quick, easy tips that you could, you know, apply it at any time. Um, But I do think it's really important for managers or owners of a business to come together and kind of have a conversation about core values um, or maybe create a, you know, sunset idyllic picture of like what your culture could look like. Um, and maybe that's your farther out goal. Um, but in the meantime, you know, these are quick things that you could start to implement at any time. You certainly don't need to do all five, um, but maybe there's one or two you could start to implement this month or next month. Um, and let your team know that this is the goal. You know, you're trying to create a culture, um, that they want to be a part of, um, so yeah, I think that kind of covers the tips, but Catherine, anything else you want to add in general to you about just creating a culture? Um, I think the only thing is just, you know, 
employee retention, like creating that culture really helps keep those great employees. Um, and also just makes for a happy work environment, which we all want. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. And something that we had touched on earlier, but like, I don't want to go without kind of honing in on a little bit is consistency. Like these are, it is so important, your culture for employee retention, for employee engagement to use as a tool to attract new employees. But the most important thing is whatever it is you commit to, write it down so that you can continue to commit to it and that you can be consistent because these are fun things. But if you do them for one or two months and then stop in a few months, people are going to look back and be like, yeah, remember when our culture was important? You know, you want them to feel like, gosh, I work for a place that like is taking the time, you know, to find value in this. And nothing that we talked about takes a significant, you know, amount of time. Um, but whatever it is you're going to commit to, commit to it and be consistent about it. Awesome. Well, that covers our five top tips to build a culture. Thank you so much for joining us today. Check back soon for another new media retailer podcast for sure. Catherine, thanks so much for joining today. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye, you too.